lead her every day, living for messy action. This is the Lifestyle Leadership Podcast for women who want to be the best version of themselves while making an impact. And who are willing to take messy, imperfect action to get there. I'm Jordan. And I'm Dr. Tay. And we are here to guide and empower you to lead yourself every day. Let's dive into today's episode. All right, everybody, we are back with another guest this week, and we're super excited to introduce this conversation. Like every conversation we have is so good. I feel like nothing's going to top that. And then the next week, like we just have another great conversation. So this week we are talking about periods. Like we're just talking about it. We're talking about women's health periods, what's normal, what's not normal, and really just how to take control of your body, starting with awareness and education. Get ready. Your mind is about to be blown. I walked into this conversation being like, you know, I'm pretty well educated. I talk about this and Jordan and I, you know, we video record this as we do it on zoom is how we do our episodes. And we literally are just like staring at each other being like, holy shit. Like, (laughs) Like, oh my gosh. So get ready to dive in. We are so excited to share this with you. Just as a reminder, anything shared on our episodes are not clinical advice. Please talk to a qualified mental health professional if you are needing more support. We are so excited about this one. We had a previous episode where we talked about pregnancy and postpartum, and now we're going to really dive into women's health, talking about periods and all the things, hormones, you name it, nothing is off topic today. And so we have a guest with us who, this is her area of expertise, and I'm so excited to learn from her. Her name is Nicole Fredrickson. So welcome. Hi, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, it's so great for you to be here. Thank you for making time for our podcast and sharing all your knowledge with us. My pleasure. Okay, so could you just start off by telling the listeners a little bit about you and your platform and what you're all about? Um, Yeah, awesome. Well, my name's Nicole Fredrickson, and I am a holistic menstrual health coach as well as a plant-based chef and Uh, what's called a well-womb yoga instructor. So that is yoga specifically for the female anatomy and for women. Um, I'm also a bonus mom to a 23-year-old daughter who lives in New York City and a dog mom. (laughs) And he's right here next to me. So he's my little co-pilot. And yeah, my business is uh, Season and Cycle. And I do holistic menstrual health coaching with women in one-on-one and group settings. And then I also do a lot with food. Um, That's just a personal passion as a lifelong cook and um, a chef. And so I do a lot with that in the areas of workshops and cooking classes out in the community focused on how we can use food to have fun, to nourish ourselves and to support our menstrual health at the same time. Love it. And what inspired you to get into all of this? Like how did you start? (laughs) What inspired me to get into talking to period about periods all day? Exactly. (laughs) Great question. I get it all the time. Um, And it's, you know, I feel like, um, a lot of stories you hear, it started with a personal journey. Um, so when I was in my early 20s, well, you know, before that, I'd been on the, all the forms of birth control pill. Um, in my earlier days, it did not agree with my body. Um, but I just kind of kept switching, powering through, you know, my doctor's like, oh, I'll try this one. I'm like, sure. Okay. You know, not really at my, in my teens, not looking into it, just taking them. Well, in my early 20s, 
I just decided to go off of them. And I literally threw them in the garbage one day and my life turned upside down. (laughs) Some ways really amazing. Some ways really not so amazing. All felt very like turbulent, whirlwindy, and I had no idea what was going on. Um, And then after that, I had very severe periods. I had several other like PMS related, um, you could call it like emotional PMS symptoms related to that. Also, I had a lot of like physical symptoms, including like pain with sex and other things like that, which can be common side effects from either coming off the pill or with hormone imbalances. But at the time I had no idea what any of that was. I was just like, I don't know what's going on with my body. I was going to all the doctors, not getting a ton of answers, getting an IUD because, okay, (laughs) let's try something different. Right. And actually that ended up making some of my symptoms even worse and so what happened is I finally went on to like a copper IUD which is non-hormonal uh it's a little more natural but still um my body continued to kind of like react to that and so I have always been kind of a holistic person very into food and healthy eating and you know wellness and so I just kind of took it upon myself slowly to start doing natural things. I was like, well, I do this in every other part of my life. Like maybe this can help with what's going on here. And so through lifestyle choices, like, you know, diet and exercise and like self-care and really looking at how I was living my life, which I was in my early twenties. So it was a bit of a whirlwind. I also became a stepmom in there. So kind of like figuring all that out. Um, and yeah, over time was really able to like, not only begin to relieve and alleviate some of the like severe PMS symptoms, but also like more than that became to know myself in like a whole new way that I had both like my body and just myself. So to me, that was really powerful. Like fast forward a few years from there, I was on a sabbatical because I used to have a corporate job, um, speaking of stress and (laughs) how that impacts our hormones. Um, And was really, I would travel and I was like out in the community and just had a very external facing job, not realizing like I myself am actually like an extrovert and introvert. So really needed this like rest um, and care for myself that I um, wasn't giving myself for so long. So that I took, I ended up taking a sabbatical, my husband and I did. And on that sabbatical, I was reading a book by Elisa Vitti called The Woman Code. And like one sentence in that book changed my life. And it said, PMS period pain are not normal. And I was like, what? They just kind of stopped me in my tracks. And my whole life, I've just been told, oh, this is just part of being a woman. This is normal. This is whatever. And something about that, I don't know, like the stars just all aligned. That one sentence changed my life. Like um, it made it reframe my whole world. And it made me really dive even deeper into how I could like holistically and naturally care for and heal myself simultaneously. Um, my daughter and a lot of her friends also, I'm a younger bonus mom so would talk to me about anything and everything and so I came to realize like my experience wasn't I wasn't alone in my experience and there was also a lot of women who could really benefit from someone not only to talk to but someone who like had some expertise in this area and can be like like so I could help other women so I really began with that like inspiration from my daughter and her friends um, and then trained with two different uh, holistic menstrual health coaching programs which who knew there was a thing I did I know, not know right? <laughs> they're newer um I mean some have been around for a long, a long time but um there's definitely more popping up and it's really exciting to see 
like staying involved as an alumni of some of these, like how many women, especially like young women are now going through those programs. I think there's this really like drive and passion of wave of like Mm. reconnecting with ourselves and our feminine and our cycles and kind of like reclaiming that and becoming empowered through that, like being embodied in our own, with our own, by being connected to our own cycles. Like I'm seeing this, I'm excited for the next generation um, and their kind of like enthusiasm and passion and interest in that. And for my own, I feel like my, you know, again, I now talk about periods all day. So everyone wants to talk about it once they know that they can. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. That's such a great story. And, you know, one of the questions that we had for you, you kind of touched on, which is just like misconceptions. I mean, I think part of the reason we don't talk about it like at least from where I am, I'm like, it's not that I'm like embarrassed or don't think I should, but it's like, I didn't know that anything was like abnormal, you know? So when it comes to this idea of, well, this concept really of women's cycles and women's health, what are these misconceptions that you're seeing? And like, almost like these flags where people should be taking note, like, Hey, that's actually not normal. So let's talk about it. Yeah, that's a great question. I think the one I mentioned is really like, is a big one, which is PMS. Severe PMS isn't normal. You know, some mood swings, some amount of discomfort. I mean, if you think about it, like our body is going through a major process every month, like shedding our endometrial lighting, like you're going to feel a little something, but like severe period pain that takes you out for hours or days. Um, Like I always like to tell my clients, like you're not destined to suffer just because Mm -hmm. you're a woman. Like we're not destined to feel that way. And there are things we can do about it. There's ways we can support naturally. You know, highly irregular cycles, missing periods, obviously. Severe mood swings. This is one I think there's, there's not talked about a lot, but I think a lot of women, and this was a big part of my personal journey. I mean, there was, there was, you know, days of the month where my husband was like, I'm going to take shelter yeah. <laughs> if it's in another part of the house because, and for me, it felt like I felt very out of control. And like my clients described that as well, a lot of just feeling like really out of control and not recognizing themselves at certain parts of the month and not mm-hmm. understanding why that is and not understanding what to do about it, or even realizing there is something that can be done about it. And it might be related to hormone imbalance, but it might also be related to more of, again, like how we're taking care of ourselves throughout our entire cycle. Or it could literally be that we took a long haul flight, like during our period the month before. So there's so much that can contribute to when something becomes like imbalanced. Mm -hmm. And that would be something again, like severe pain, uh, missing periods, um, severe like emotional PMS. And there are definitely like, say like number one thing is if you hear me and you're like, oh my gosh, I have those. Like they're so common, like do not panic (laughs) and start by talking to your doctor. Like, Mm -hmm. and just also starting, I mean, this is the number one thing that I would say, and I do say to like everyone is if you don't already chart your cycle, begin that, which I'll get into a little bit more in a bit. But once you know your body and you start to know your own patterns, you can start to take that information to your doctor and to your other like holistic support team, whoever you choose to work with, whether that's an acupuncturist or a health coach like myself, um, or anyone in that support network that you have from a health standpoint, you can take this information that you you start to get about yourself to them and say, you know, like this really 
you know, I've found out that this really isn't normal. And also like, I just really don't want this as part of my day-to-day life. Um, you know, for some women are, you know, we have four phases in our menstrual cycle and, or two, depending on how people talk about it, but basically we have our, like, you have from our period to ovulation and that's like a follicular pre-ovulatory phase. And then we have from our, from ovulation to our period. And that is our premenstrual. Well, that's the longest phase and it can be up to two weeks for women. And so for some of us, that's 50% of our life, 50% of our month that we're maybe experiencing a lot of these symptoms. And then you can also experience symptoms at other times. I used to experience symptoms during ovulation, including like high anxiety and painful ovulation and mid-cycle spotting. Again, all those things are common, can be really common, but aren't normal and something you'd want to like start talking to your doctor about, talking to your care providers um, and again, not from like a sound alarm, but just like a, you're not destined to suffer and experience those things. Uh, yeah. There are ways we can support ourselves naturally. So what do you do though, if you go to your doctor and your doctor's like, well, this is normal. I feel like I hear lots of women talk yes, like, that's, yes, yeah, that's a perfect question. And, and like very common. I mean, I just had that experience last week with my doctor. Because, you know, we're all human, even if we're a menstrual, like, health coach, I still have cycles that things happen. And I, you know, recently, I was like, I know this is not normal for me, because I chart my cycle religiously. And I went into my doctor, and she was like, Oh, well, we did your blood work, we did all this, it looks good. She's like, Wow, you know a lot about your cycle. Yeah, I do. (laughs) And, you know, so then from there, you know, she has, you know, I think your doctor can provide helpful things. And there are things that you want to start there just because you want to rule out more significant things that could be happening. Right. So that's why I would always say like, you start with your primary care professional. If everything else has kind of, you know, been ruled out then, and I'm talking things like, you know, like endometriosis, fibroids, all of that. Like you want to kind of just make sure you want to have the blood work. You want to have everything kind of checked out. Um, to make sure things are okay there. And if they are from there, there's so many resources out there, but I will say the more resources that come out, just like in anything, um, it starts to be really hard knowing where to start. And also not all of the information out there, especially on platforms. Like, I mean, I'm on Instagram and I use it, but on Instagram, for example, or TikTok, like is going to be the best for you. And so that's again, where I come back to like the number one thing you can start doing is charting your cycle because once you know what your normal is, which will typically take about three cycles, then you're going to know what's a pattern and what's kind of an outlier. And you're going to start to know your own patterning. Simultaneously, you can reach out and look for support from someone like myself, who's a, you know, a menstrual health coach. You could um, look for like a nutritionist, uh, you know, functional medicine, naturopath. Those would all be great next steps if your primary doctor is kind of just saying, okay, everything looks fine. Like I was being told for decades and a lot of women that I work with have been being told. You're like, no, something is not, (laughs) nothing is not fine. (laughs) This is not my normal. So yeah, so you like taking some of it into your own hands and beginning that process of charting your cycle. And then also seeing some alternative care providers who can offer um, other perspectives and ways that you can begin to like take action. One of the things I want to also say about the importance 
of cycle charting and this is kind of going back to the misconceptions like we were just talking a misconception is that we should feel the same every day that we should have the same energy level that we should want to eat the same thing that we should want to exercise the same and that's because we as women our biology is built on a 28 day average again there's a different normal I don't want to say every cycle is 28 days, but if we're just talking averages, our body is on a 28-day hormonal cycle, whereas the male biology and male hormone cycle is 24 hours. So what? Yeah. So, so just let that soak in for a second. So we as women, our bodies on a hormone cycle on 28 days, male body and hormone cycles on 24. Oh my gosh. Wow. So just I, I always like to say after that is think about all the things in your life that run on a 24-hour cycle. Um, so men are kind of designed, so they're going through their own rhythm throughout the day, right? But you think about when the workday starts when like power meetings typically are, when happy hour is. And a lot of that all aligns with what's optimal for the male, for male hormones, male biology. My mind is- Yeah. <laughs> Dave, I was literally gonna say that. I'd be like, but it's so true. And we talk about how our society, I mean, we know that our society yeah. our culture were, was created by men and it's very based, but I never thought about it. Yeah. Biology, how much of an influence is there and how much yeah. we reference back to, you know, males being the norm. Yeah. And I always also just like to say like, because of this, right? Like it's, it's no surprise and you should feel no shame over the fact that your body if you're experiencing these things is not thriving in a world that's not built for the way your body works. And even though we live in a, this 24 hour, right? Like there's actually so much we can do to work with our own rhythms within those structures. If we have to, if we don't, like, for example, if we are entrepreneurs, we can actually, and I, I do this and work with clients on this as well as we can begin to live our lives and run our businesses in a way that's in alignment with our 28 day rhythm or our own rhythm once we start to, to know it. So again, it goes back to our personal, yeah, um, knowing our personal rhythm and our like really getting deep into our own, knowing our own flow, like our own individual unique flow. Cause periods are like personalities, yeah. like cycles are like personalities. Like it's just as unique. Our period and our cycle is just as unique as our personality. Oh, that was kind of leading into this mis this other misconception. One more that we should feel the same every day. And yeah. because of what I just said, we shouldn't like our bodies literally depending on what our hormones are doing in the different phases of our cycle are requiring different nutrients. Mm -hmm. We're requiring different amounts of rest and care for ourselves and it's going to look different. So I just as an example and not to get like too deep into things, but just like when we're on our period, we want to go at a lot slower in life. And that can look very different for everybody, depending on your lifestyle. This isn't like a prescriptive thing. But when we're ovulating, self-care might actually look like going out with friends for happy hour because yeah. we're actually wired as women and our hormones during that time are like wired for connection. And so it's also a great time to do podcast interviews, for example. Because so <laughs> cool. you're like the way your brain is firing they've found that you're actually like more articulate during ovulation and you're more intuitive during menstruation. And so 
yeah. So there's like really amazing ways that you can, once you start to know your own rhythm, you can start to sink your life to this. And this was one of the other things I was just going to say about there being more and more information out there, which is amazing on this topic. But I don't know if you guys have seen anything on cycle syncing or, you know, exercise like this. Yeah. yeah. This. So, which is all awesome. It's great and it's fun. And I do that with my clients, but it is kind of the cherry on top mm-hmm. of menstrual health. It really needs to start with a knowing your own cycle because you could just be taking this general information and you don't actually even know where you are in your own cycle or what your energy or flow is like and what what you need in that phase. So it could, it could do nothing or it could even maybe be counterproductive. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know your own flow, so to speak, right. and you don't, you're not charting or keeping track in some way of this, of these actions you're taking, there's no way to know if they really are moving that needle in the way that you want them to. So I think that is one thing just to be aware of in the way that I work with clients, we start with like getting to know your own cycle. And then we move into like menstrual health foundations and making sure you're really like setting your cycle and your hormones up for success with these like foundational building blocks. And then it gets to cycle syncing. But I think a lot of times right now, because it's getting more mainstream i mean i'm obviously in a bubble so (laughs) it's very mainstream in my bubble but um i think it is getting a little more mainstream it's not necessarily the place to start Uh, but it is really fun once you get to that point and it's really amazing to then start experimenting and and playing with all the things that you can do whether it's how you're cooking and eating whether it's how you're exercising whether it's how you're socializing and caring for yourself whether it's how you're running your business or Mm -hmm. how you're approaching your work and like, how do you make room for your menstruality in every aspect of your life? So what I'm hearing in some ways, and we see this a lot with social media, it's a little bit cart before the horse where it's yeah. like, you just want the solution. You want the fix, but you really got to get in tune with your body first. And Jordan, I am going to um, <laughs> call this out because my whole time, my brain was just thinking before you hopped on, Nicole, we were talking, Jordan was like, you know, last week I just was like, yes. And then this week I'm like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you remember, but like in backstory, I've been on this like wave for like ever since I had my first or my second Mm. and went back to work where, and I Taylor, I'm pretty sure I said to you one time, like I'm now noticing that it's almost like I have a week every month. And I said, it might be hormonal where I'm just like, not myself down in the dumps and how much I'm just like sitting here, like how much more grace would women be able to give themselves and not just grace, but to your point of like working their lifestyle around this so that they could be more effective as people, like Mm -hmm. how much more grace and how much more effective would we be if we had this knowledge and we knew like, okay, I'm starting this soon. Here's how I'm going to change this week to prepare for that and accommodate that a little bit better. Like I'm just mind blown right now. Well, and even like going out, like I've heard you say like, you know, I know I should go out with friends. Sometimes it's just so hard. I'm exhausted, but like you end up just naturally beating yourself up over that. Like I should be going out with my friends, but what if that's like the point in your cycle where like your, your body isn't designed for that. Like this is like, wow. Where I sit down and I'm like, wait, I have children. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, so I will say too, like 
all signs of healthy cycles. So we've been talking about like, you know, signs of maybe when things might be in balance, but there's also signs that we're, you know, we're healthful in ways in our cycle. And those are absolutely them. It's like, but the grace comes from the awareness, like you were saying, and we as like we as women have not been taught about our cycles and we aren't raised growing up and having that awareness about what we're experiencing. So it can feel like this, Ooh, like what's happening to me. And then when you start to look at it, kind of like you've started to notice this pattern of yours. Yeah. Like I, I tell us to myself, I tell us to clients, like, and you'll find it in your own cycle, but there's a day or a week where you just might feel like if you're an entrepreneur, just like tossing your business out the window. Yeah. And it's this great saying, like one of my mentors said, where she's like, don't burn down your business in your premenstrual phase, just take a nap. <laughs> because two weeks from now, you're going to be on top of it. You know, you're going to be, or if you could, you know, or the grace of being able to just like text a friend and just be like, I'm in this phase of my cycle, or like I'm on this cycle day of mine and, and it's just not a good day for me. I'm like, I'm so sorry. And them knowing what that means and saying, oh, totally. Like, no worries. Actually, like I'm in that same phase and maybe we could just like have a movie night instead, you know, just being able to like have these wow. or with coworkers. Um, I do some work with organizations where, you know, I talk to all the women because then they're able to communicate with each other. And I think the men obviously are not going to go down that rabbit hole, but they get to hear it too. And it can be, yeah. I mean, my husband now looks at my chart and I'm you know, like, leave it out there for the family. And he's like, Oh, okay. I got it. I understand yeah. without us even talking that much. What's going yeah. on? Or he'll look at the moon calendar on there because I'm very well, moon sensitive. And he's like, oh, it must be like a new moon coming up. Like you can't sleep. Like, yeah. But now he's like, I can't sleep during the moon because, you know, they're affected by. So the moon cycle and the female hormone cycle are they map the same way. And so the moon cycle is like 28 to 29 days and it flows energetically like a menstrual cycle does. Um, and so actually, if you are um, like pregnant or postpartum or if you are missing periods or have really irregular periods, you can actually use the moon as a really beautiful and supportive way to embody these energies or keep connected if you're not having a cycle for a while or like if you're breastfeeding and you're, you know, your cycles are really irregular or if you're in perimenopause and you're getting ready to go into menopause and your cycles are going to start to get irregular, then you can use the energy of the moon to continue to tap into that cyclical nature because we're all impacted by the moon. I mean, think how right. she pulls the ocean and yeah. like the tides, like we're, how much water are we as humans? Like, so we're also affected by what the moon is doing so that's a whole nother layer but a really nice tool as well if there's you know people listening who don't and you don't have a regular cycle that's a really great way for you to uh, begin to work with this energy and this cyclicality as well oh cool i'm like a very mm -hmm. spiritual and religious person so i always come back to the grounding of like he really gave us everything we need yeah. like think about think about people back in the day so that is so cool that like without calendars and phones and you know all of that yeah. that you can, like just look at the moon that's that's okay so I have a question at my <laughs> yeah. little taboo so if you're on birth control I was gonna ask <laughs> great I'm, question I'm sure like both of us and then I'm sure a lot of our listeners if you're on birth control and you don't have a cycle mm -hmm. how does that impact what's happening here or the way your body should 
be like moving through those phases? Yeah, that's a great question. Wonderful question. So there's obviously different types of birth control, but if you're on a hormonal birth control, so anything basically besides copper IUD, and those still can impact and those have different impacts. Some women still ovulate when you have that and some don't, but when you're on most hormonal birth controls, how they work is they're suppressing ovulation. So you're not ovulating. So you're actually, uh, the, your period is, is a result of ovulation. So if you are not ovulating, you're not getting true periods. So when you do bleed, it is kind of like a detox or breakthrough bleed. If it's regular and you want to start tapping into this, you can use your regular cycle. So you can just count that like breakthrough bleed or detox bleed um, as your period and you can work with it and chart your cycle and, and start to work through it in the same way. Alternatively- Real quick, sorry. Do, do you still have all that? So no, that was what I was going to say. Okay. I was like, just, yeah. so you may have some fluctuation, but it, you're not going through the same hormonal cycle. And a lot of times, and I know this is experience for me, and because of my personal experience, I tend to attract, and I also just absolutely love working with women who have decided to transition off hormonal birth control or just have and are looking to reconnect how can they reconnect with their natural cycle? Because that was my personal experience, right? I threw my pills in the garbage and I just went haywire. Um, that doesn't have to be it. Like we don't have to go it alone <laughs> because we've, a lot of us feel very flatlined when we're on hormonal birth control. And that makes sense because, you know, our major hormonal cycle, like the major like event of it, <laughs> ovulation isn't happening. Right. So that's why, um, if you're experiencing yeah, kind of like no, like numbness or just like flat, just feeling like a flat version of yourself. So this is kind of what I equate it to. And I am like 100% your body, your choice. Like I'm not someone who's gonna judge. I've done, I've been on every form of birth control. Like contraception is a real thing that we, a lot of us really, yeah. So like, this is not to judge or to, for anything like that but it feels a bit like for a lot of women and for myself they describe it as it's like going from living in like black and white to technicolor so if you think of that part in like wizard of oz <laughs> where all of a sudden it turns to color that is really it may not feel like that at first it may feel like you're just like Whoa. you might feel like you're in the hurricane actually now i'm thinking about wizard of oz is actually a really good analogy at first you might go from black and white and feel like you're in this like tornado and then you land in this like new magical world of technicolor and all these things that you didn't know were like right there and so that can be really exciting and it can be overwhelming so that is one thing and and but that's not to say you can't work with this. And again, like we're all connected to and impacted by how the moon and the energies in nature are at play. So there's a reason my business is named season and cycle and it's, the, it's the seasons in nature and our natural cycles, be it the menstrual cycle or the lunar cycle. So there's different ways we can work with these energies, even if we are on hormonal birth control. And what's really amazing about that is that if and or when we decide to come off of it, we have been caring for our body in a way that's supporting our overall menstrual mm -hmm. health and our overall cyclical nature. So that adjustment piece of it feels a little more easeful and 
there's the potential that because you're focusing on caring for your body in that way before you come off of that um whatever method you're on that some of the if you went on it for example for severely painful periods or for mood swings or heavy periods the pill is a band-aid it's a band-aid approach Mm -hmm. those could definitely come back and by taking care of our bodies before the transition and throughout the transition it is a hormonal transition. It's like, yeah, it, there's not research on this yet, but it's maybe not like the extent of puberty or menopause, but it is a hormonal transition or sure. postpartum. It's, it's so there's things we can do to care for ourselves before that, that are going to make the transition more easeful and maybe help like address some of those symptoms and things that could return up front because of that foundation that we've built. Um, it can also, you know, menstrual cycle awareness and cycle care can also be wonderful preconception care. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing. It's also premenopausal care. Like it's the same foundations, no matter which hormonal transition we're going through in our life, these things can serve and support us. All of that is so, so helpful. Oh, I mean, like, and, and what I'm hearing in this, I mean, I know we could talk about this all day and be like, teach us more. So Tell us a little bit though about what you do so people can keep connecting with you further. And if they're like, I want to learn more. And also I want to figure out like my cycle and all of this, like how do you support women in this realm? Yeah. So there's lots of ways and I'm very passionate about this work and that this should really be something that's accessible to all. So, um, I have a lot of like free ways that I can, that you can get started and as that I can support you and we can connect and, uh, at season and cycle is the best kind of starting point. That's my Instagram. And I do share information there as well as things coming up. I have a free one-on-one they're called menstrual mapping sessions where you and I get an hour together and um, we get to go through and talk about your personal cycle experience and map out what you're experiencing maybe where some imbalances are occurring um, and looking at like a roadmap for how can we address those how can you start looking at those and those again there's a link on my link tree (laughs) I'm still on that. I don't know. <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. And we'll link your Instagram below too. Okay. So awesome. Click in the show notes. Yeah. Um, and then actually in October, um, so I do a free four-day seasonal uh, cycle clean and cleanse and hormone reset, which is a gentle food-based uh, like protocol basically to help you just kind of I say like four days to feel your best. Kind of just like get you to feeling what it feels like for things to kind of be rebalancing. And I'm doing the next one in October. And so there's a place to join the wait list for that as well through my Instagram. Um, And those are really, I think those are the best places to get started. I'm also just always available. My emails in the show notes and you can reach out to me anytime if you just want to talk about periods. (laughs) And just to point out though, these are all great resources, but you also work one-on-one. I also, I do. In like an in-depth way, which is, I feel like what a lot of women need. Like these resources are so amazing, such a great place to get started. But especially it sounds like for women that are shifting off birth control in particular, having this guidance and mentorship is really important. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for the reminder. Um, yeah, so I have um, I have like an introductory one-on-one coaching where it's called Cycle Journey Jumpstart, and it's 
It's really so that um, you have daily support from me in getting to know your cycle. So we're going to go over what cycle charting is, go like really in depth to that because it's not just having an app and um, knowing when your period comes um, or when you ovulate. It, we go much deeper into ourselves and into our cycles than that. Um, and from there, we're able to start to identify patterns and imbalances and look at where lifestyle practices and things such as cycle thinking and what we're eating, how we're working out, how we're caring for ourselves and how we run our business or our life can help support and, you know, reduce symptoms and optimize our life. So mm -hmm. yeah, cycle journey jumpstart is a one cycle journey with me and um, you get daily support on that because it's all about building that habit and that's those foundations. Okay. So the last question before we wrap up, this has just been, I mean, for those of y'all that are, I mean, you're all listening, but we're on here, like looking at each other and Taylor and I are just like staring at the camera, jaw on the floor, like mind blown, because as women, it's just like, you need to know these things about your body. So anyways, super beneficial episode, but before we wrap up, how can we start making this topic? Something that not only we talk more about, but you said you work with companies like just general health interest and knowledge in the world. How can we do that? It's an amazing question. And say like period talk. <laughs> it's like my <laughs> like literally just, you know, beginning with ourselves and understanding our own cycles. And I think organically, the more you start to learn about yourself, the more you just start to talk about it. And then people around you, like you're in your friend groups or your family, start to take notice and then start to ask you questions and then start to kind of you know, get into it that way. I think also by knowing ourselves and educating ourselves, we can there not only like share that information with others in our life. So we'll be daughters or nieces or just other people with periods in our lives, you know, by embodying it, we're role modeling it, we're being role models. And we're also able to like share this information that, I mean, can you imagine if you'd and this, I think about this all the time. Like I've made a few reels about it. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> can you imagine, you know, if, and yeah. I'm fine with, you know, when yeah. I learned it great. Like, but if it was just part of curriculum, it was part of health class, if it was, and until then we, as people who experience periods, the best, like where, what we can do is get to know ourselves. And I always just like to say, like, change your world like transform your world transform your community and then transform the world around you and like that's the ripple that it's going to start to have so, I love so good we're just going to start the conversation so jordan and i yeah. always chat before we hit record instead of her being like it's a low week i'm going to be like are you on your period? Where are yeah. you on your cycle? I love it. <laughs> Normalize this, right? I'll, I'll get you guys uh, started charting so you can okay. start having a common language. Yeah, yeah. I would really love to. About it. I would love that. I've talked to my husband multiple times about going off birth control because I'm on this like holistic health journey right now. And he's like, are you sure you want to do that? Like, <laughs> I really think I am. <laughs> And especially after this episode now, you're going to, yeah. oh yeah, I'm like going to call the doctor now. Versus I'm like, I am staying on my birth control. Yeah. I, I have this like yeah. holistic pr practitioner I work with and she's known for like doing hormone stuff. And I, I walked into her office. I said, the one thing I want to see you, but please do not tell me to go off birth control. Yeah. Like, you know, and she, we did switch my birth control in response to my blood work, but she was like, nope. And so make your yeah. own choice though. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yes. That. I think that's it is. It's absolutely important because that is, 
our, you know, our body, our choice. And I feel especially right now in the world we're living in, in the United States, like this information and like reclaiming this information as women is such an act of empowerment Mm -hmm. because like this natural cyclical rhythm that we have as women and honestly like I said like whether or not we like are experiencing it in the moment whether or not we have a period right this minute or we're on birth control or we had hysterectomy or we've gone through menopause like we still have the energetics there inside of us and like that can't be taken from us right so learn it love it (laughs) live it (laughs) yeah oh good well this was incredible. Thank you so much yeah, for giving us your time and serving our community like this. Um, and for everybody listening, we really hope that you enjoyed this. And we know that you, hopefully your jaws on the floor, like ours is, and you're just like mind blown. Cause we just don't talk about this enough. So yes, thank you so much. Oh, thank you guys. We are almost done with this episode, but we want to leave you with tangible steps to apply this. We are all about taking messy action, and we would encourage you to embrace that with us. All right. So this week for Messy Action Takeaway, we want you to take the first step in awareness. So go follow Season and Cycle. That way you're taking the first step to awareness. And the reason we say this is because I really don't think that like the majority of you probably are aware or track or, you know, talk about this. And if it's not her, go follow someone else that you can check in with as like a daily, weekly resource. Yeah. And just by saying you likely don't know enough information, there's no shame in that. Jordan and I are sitting here being like, wow, we didn't know enough. And so that's why, you know, we were thinking about this week's messy action and it was like, what are we going to do? And y'all like, it's as simple as starting to educate yourself, building the knowledge base and building the knowledge base from a reputable source. Like we talked about in this week's episode. Okay, you guys, thanks again for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If it blew your mind like it blew ours, make sure to share and tag a friend on Instagram and we will see y'all next week. Bye y'all. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. We love when you share your imperfect but impactful progress with us on social media. We've linked our Instagram leadher.everyday in the show notes so you can tag us. Make sure you don't miss the next episode. Hit subscribe to stay up to date. See you next time.